Daniel and Vicki Hagedorn for Preparing Kids for Life at PK4L.com, and our podcast is for all things parenting. You know, as parents ourselves, my wife and I have the same fears every parent has, which is basically some form of, do I have what it takes to be a good parent? But along the way, we discovered some time-tested principles that empowered us with the mindset and the map to overcome those fears and to replace our insecurities with confidence. And that's why my wife and I want every parent to reclaim their rightful place as the number one expert on their own kids. We want every parent to be able to give their children a childhood they won't have to recover from and to prepare them for life as the best version of themselves. So our podcast is really just our way of paying it forward. And at PK4L, we are committed to walking alongside your journey as your personal outfitters, guides, and allies every step of the way. So the fifth C is character. And when we talk about character, we're really talking about the development of morals and values to determine right from wrong, and also to demonstrate a compassionate attitude towards others. There's a lot we could say about this. And in some ways, it's it's such a broad topic that, you know, th- this is honestly an ongoing thing. I'm now a parent, an adult, I haven't been a child for a long, long time, and I'm still developing my character. It's it's really an ongoing process. And so I think it helps, not just with character, but all the other C's that we've talked about, to really think about these things as ongoing, right? We're always we're always learning, we're always growing in these areas. And, and that's why these, these six C's are so critical to all of that. And so some of the things that we can do that will cultivate uh, our children's character, right? The, one of these things, or I should say one of the ways is just by demonstrating how behaviors affect others. You know, a lot of times uh, we do or say something and we're not aware of how that affects someone else. And again, I'm not suggesting that we run around and live in fear of how other people are going to see or understand things. I mean, obviously, up to a point, you know, that is, that's their issue. But we need to take responsibility for our issues. We need to take responsibility for sweeping our side of the street. And so one of the ways that we really do that is by showing our kids how these behaviors affect other people walk them through the consequence. This behavior causes this, which creates this reaction and train them in that so that there's, they start to over time form a connection. Oh, that's a consequence that I don't want to happen. I don't want someone else to feel that way, right? Another, another thing we can do to really cultivate our children's character is by helping them realize they're a caring person. You know, we, we have an instinctive caring for other people. It's one of those things we actually have to kind of unlearn. Now, there's a, a healthy and an unhealthy way to, to go about it, but it's one of those things that is in all of us. And so if we're able to help our children recognize, acknowledge, embrace themselves as a caring person, this is going to go a long way towards helping cultivate their character. Another thing we can do is demonstrate the importance of community. 
You know, uh, there are, as, as the parent, it's an idea I talk about a lot, you are a gatekeeper, meaning that you decide what and who is allowed into your child's life. And, and part of that is going to be looking at who is a possible mentor. It's not something that you just want to do by default. You want to know the, the person who is going to be pouring into your child's life as in the form of a mentor. And obviously, it's age appropriate. It takes a lot of different forms. But generally speaking, you know, someone outside of yourself that is going to be molding and shaping their character, you want to be very, very careful who that person happens to be. And so there's a sense in which there's a community in that way, but but then there's a larger scale to community. And that larger scale is talking about, look, yes, you need to take care of yourself and, and your family. However, it extends beyond just that. You live in a community. You live in a neighborhood. You live in a city. You live in a state. You're part of a country. I mean, there's, there's varying... Uh, levels and layers of community that we experience. We have to help our children develop their character by helping them realize that, you know, you don't just live in an isolated bubble. You live in community. And by the way, just as kind of a sidebar, living in community is something we are designed to do. So it's an extremely healthy thing to seek out and be part of. Another part of the character is just developing their spirituality. You know, character, sometimes people define it as what you do when no one else is looking. That's your character. And, you know, a lot of times we, we kind of get into that and there's, there's shame affiliated with it. I don't think that's right. I don't think it's scriptural. I also don't think it's helpful. Um, yes, point out something wrong. I'm not saying not do that, but I'm saying the other side of that is developing their spirituality where they crave their relationship with God so much more than whatever it is, is being put before them. And so there's a spiritual dimension to all of this. Ultimately, we are given by God an understanding of what is right and what is wrong. And then we choose to act on that. And over time, if we are choosing to act on that in a right way, then our character is shaped and molded in the right way. And if we choose not to, then, then that has an impact on our character. Luckily, uh, everything is redeemable. But another thing, or I should say another aspect to this idea of cultivating our children's character is just demonstrating the importance of loving others as you love yourself. You know, it's interesting, um, as far as I know, there's only two places, or actually there's only one place where Jesus was asked this question, but there were two things that he responded. And he was asked, what is, you know, how do we have eternal life? And Jesus says, number one, love your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. And part of that is, Loving others as you love yourself. You know, uh, we're not, again, we're not talking about self-worship. We're talking about self-love, where we appreciate and value the person that God has made us to be. We appreciate and have gratitude for the skills God has given us, the passion God has given us, you know. We, we experience that. 
And that love for ourself, because we value what God has done in us and through us, then pours out into loving other people as we love ourselves. You know, you can't love someone else until you have love for yourself. Another aspect of character is, is self-control. Self-control. And we can cultivate our children's ability to control themselves by implementing a few things. You know, one of my favorite quotes is from Pietro Aretino. And he said, I am indeed a king, for I know how to rule myself. You know, you could adapt that to queen as well. It's just the point is, is that when you know how to rule yourself, you are truly royalty. <laughs> it's, it's an amazing thing. And this, this idea of self-control is so critical to that. It's so critical to character because so often we want to be challenged. You know, we find ourselves in traffic and someone cuts us off and we want to run them off the road or we want to, you know, yell at them or, you know, flip them the finger or whatever. I mean, you know, those things rise up in us. That's not, that's not going to help our character develop. And part of that is, you know, helping your child to understand that the events of life are not purely random and that most of the things that happen, not everything, but most of the things that happen are the result of another individual's choices and actions. And they're also the result of our own choices and actions. And then there's the cumulative result of everybody's responses to those choices and actions that other people take. And so all of this is bound up in that. But you know, if we understand that life is not random, that we're not the victim of our circumstances, you can always choose how to respond. It's one of the things I love, Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl, an incredibly powerful book. But here's a guy who survived the death camps. I mean, that just, that just sucks as bad as it possibly can. And yet he found meaning even there. And I bring that up because it helps me have some perspective on just this idea that, you know, I always, always have a choice when it comes to my response. I can't always choose what happens to me. Sometimes, you know, when things happen to us that are bad, they are either things that are done to us by other people or they are things we do to ourselves, right? But either way, we always have a choice in our response, in our response, right? So that's part of character building. Another aspect of this, this self-control is that when we discipline, our children should understand that discipline is about teaching. It is not about punishing them. It is not about controlling or manipulating them. It is about teaching them the ultimate standard, the ultimate best way. In other words, if we take this a little bit out of the context of character, and let's say we talk about golf, right? If you have Tiger Woods teaching you how to golf, you should just do what he tells you because clearly he knows what he's doing, right? That's the same idea here is that, except we're talking about character, not golf. You have to understand that it's teaching, right? Not punishing, not controlling, not manipulating, teaching. 
And so discipline is used to help your child understand that his or her actions produce certain consequences. You know, the sooner our children connect actions to consequences, both positive and negative, the quicker they get on track to building their character. And I just got to say, in, in kind of wrapping this up, ultimately, building character comes down to two things. Two things. Being a role model and utilizing teachable moments. So what do I mean by that? Well, number one, be a role model. This is so key. It's one of those ideas that we've been talking about for a while on the podcast is that we have to model it. Our children follow our example, not our advice. So parents who exhibit the qualities of good character powerfully transmit those values to their children. And they do that, not by being perfect, not by being a guru, but by consistently modeling the choices and actions that are essential to being a person of good character. And again, that's why it always comes down to, as parents, we have to be willing to do whatever it takes to get into a state where we can give that to our kids. Because again, we can't give our kids something we don't have. So if we don't have it, we don't need to feel bad about it. We don't need to feel ashamed about it, but we need to make a choice about doing something about it so that we do have something to give our kids. And part of this is wrapped up in character. We have to be able to give them the power of that. You know, telling our kids something that represents good character is not nearly as valuable or as important as actually living out that character in front of them. So if we're honest, trustworthy, fair, compassionate, respectful, involved in the greater good of your family, your community, your children see this. They see this in, in your everyday actions and choices, right? They see you do these things. They see you act this way. They know that it's coming from your heart. It's not a, it's not a front you're putting on. It's not you know your public face, your church face, your work face. Your, it's you. You are being you. Not perfectly, but you. But here's the thing. When we do that, our children will also see the results and they understand that these choices and actions bring a sense of joy into our lives. They bring a sense of satisfaction and peace to the family. And ultimately, they are going to want that for themselves. And, and part of what we're talking about here is this idea of empathy, because it's empathy that really empowers us to teach our children about character, really about everything but character. And when your children feel that you understand and care about them deeply, then they have the intrinsic motivation to learn the lessons and character that you share with them. You will be invited in to do that instead of lecturing over them to do that. The second thing about building character is using teachable moments. I like to say that every moment is a teachable moment if we're intentional about looking for these opportunities. But it's important for children to learn that when they violate the family's guiding ethics, you know, the rules that you've laid down, you will implement the consequences, and this is so critical, with fairness, dignity, and consistency. Those three things, fairness, dignity, and consistency. 
And so an effective discipline strategy is going to use these teachable moments to build character. Now, obviously, as my daughter's now 15 and I adjusted for my daughter's age over the years, but I always made a point of explaining to her why the behavior was wrong and why there were consequences. So it's so important if we can make a habit of identifying in our own minds the value that you want to teach the child based on the particular behavior and then choose a consequence that's appropriate to teach that value. So the fifth C is character. And as we train our children to manage their emotions, take responsibility for their decisions, and strengthen their ability to recover from poor decisions, they are going to be men and women of character. Thank you so much for listening. You know, we know there are literally hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there, and we appreciate the precious gift of your time. Be sure to check out our website, pk4l.com, for more resources and click on the link in the show description to download your free ebook, Building an Emotionally Healthy Home, as our gift to you. Remember, we're with you every step of the way. Until next time, have a great day.